0: Yeah, well, I suppose this is about building awareness because, you know, it's an issue that affects, you know, more than one in four Australians. Mm. Um, so we all know someone, um, yeah. but there's been a great reluctance to identify it as a, as an issue in its own right yeah. and to really speak about it. And then people receive all sorts of labels, mental health labels, mm. when mm. really what they're experiencing is a body's response, normal response to... Uh, experiences that no one should ever have to have to
1: go through but do Mm. hi guys this podcast explores the importance of our connection well-being and mental health to reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics ideas and issues through discussion and having conversations this podcast is for those that want to raise their awareness change their perspective or just have a good time my vision is to help people find reason to live, to grow, and to understand. I do that through this podcast, as well as counseling individuals that want to help themselves. No, no, no. No, he needs to know. I just think he's going to talk, and it's going to make a lot of sense. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. One man. One podcast. Three, two one reason with me podcast episode 17 welcome back to the podcast i am overwhelmed with how excited i am for today's guest um as you guys probably already know i trauma is my thing i i love working with trauma i'm so passionate about trauma work and I can't really believe that the CEO of the Blue Knot Foundation has decided to come onto my podcast. So I'm super excited, and um, yeah, let me introduce her, Kathy. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thanks so much. Oh,
1: it's really I'm really excited to be speaking with you today. Um, so let's let's get straight into it. Um, tell us who the hell are you and what do you do? <laughs> so. Um, Well, who am
0: am I? Is is, is a tricky question. So I'm an Mm -hmm. ex-GP, a a survivor of childhood trauma, and I'm the president of a national organisation called Blue Knot Foundation Mm -hmm. that works with people who've experienced abuse, neglect, violence, either as a child or an
1: adult. Mm -hmm. And what do you do for Blue Knot, Cathy? So I'm the CEO, uh, but
0: my main role, I suppose, is spreading the word around what this term complex trauma means. Mm Um, when people think of trauma, they often think of the trauma of a single incident, a, you know, a flood, a fire, a bushfire and PTSD. And of course that's incredibly significant. Mm. But what we do is, um, support people who've experienced repeated trauma over time and it has, you know, potentially greater impact. So big part of what I do is get that message out there, Mm -hmm. um, lobby governments to say that this is really critical Mm. and that. You know trauma like this impacts you know it really affects people's health, mental and physical emotional
1: health and well being and that we need to do something about it yeah. Um, yeah. awesome well, that is exactly why I reached out to you because I think that, <laughs> I think the advocacy side of that is is really the way forward is the way we're going to get any change happening i mean your 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 organization is supporting so many people, and I think that's paving the way for a lot of other organizations supporting people but it's getting bigger than that. It needs to be more of a community response. And I think the work that you've written and, and I guess your teams have written on that is, is where I think the future lies with that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose this is about building awareness because, you know, it's an issue that affects, you know, more than one in four Australians. Mm. Um, So we all know someone, um, but there's been a great reluctance to identify it as a, as an issue in its own right. Yeah. And to really speak about it, and then people receive all sorts of labels, mental health labels, mm. when mm. really what they're experiencing is a body's response, normal response to uh, experiences that no one should ever have to have to go mm. through, but do.
1: Mm. Yeah. So the, that that one in four it, it's it's so interesting. I was just about to say that it's one in four Australians that have experienced complex traumas, that, that's the statistic. Well,
0: one, one in four have experienced childhood trauma. trauma. So that's re- trauma. repeated uh, yeah. extreme interpersonal trauma in childhood. But then mm. additionally, we've got people who've experienced it as an adult as well. Yeah. And, and many people sadly experience it both as a child and an adult.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I guess with that... Um, and, and working in an organization that you work in for Blue Knot, where, where do you pull your strength to do that work? You know, you must be, you know, as, as lots of resilience comes out of the work that, that you do and, and supporting people is is big part of it. But again, there's a lot of the other side where it is holding space for really difficult things and experiences. So where do you pull look, your strength to do that?
0: Look, I mean, I've got my own personal experience and, you know, um, I felt I was quite privileged in that I could actually afford the support I needed to, to heal mm. and, uh, sort of reclaim, you know, meaningful life. And, you know, so yeah, personal passion drives me mm. and, Definitely. you know, just incredibly frustrated. There are a lot of people out there who can't get the right support, support they need. Um, and just also with the lack of understanding, um, in the community and also, you know, with with health professionals and other professionals just because they haven't had the education to understand what this is. So, you know, the message, the core message is that, you know, healing is absolutely possible mm. um, but people need the right support and understanding, um, you know, to get there.
1: Mm. There's so many things going through my mind of where I could take this conversation as a... I wish I had more time and I'd probably ask you to come back on, Kathy, because there's so many things. Um, but, but I guess where, where do you think Australia's at with, with trauma? Like where look, do you I think, think it's, Yeah, in terms of support? Like, are we aware? Or are we doing the right things? Where, where do we sit?
0: Look, I think it's a work in progress. I mean, we've seen changes with the Royal Commission, the Child Abuse Royal Commission, mm-hmm. and with various inquiries into, into domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Um, There's now also a Disability Royal Commission that's acknowledging, you know, the, and an AIDS care commission as well. So looking at the the vulnerabilities of, you know, people with particular challenges or particular times in the life cycle, but really calling out to us as a community to be human and to understand that we all share a vulnerability Mm. and, you know, there, but for the grace of God go I. so. You know, it may not be impacting us now, but it trauma could have impact any of us at any time. And we need to understand what that does to someone. And we need to be there to listen, to be empathic, to be compassionate. What is it you need right now? How can we help you?
1: Mm. Mm. I love that. You just just, just recently had, had some... Um, Rise Foundation Australia came on, and they do a lot of mental health training, first aid training in the community, yeah. and and the big thing that they talk about is is just how can I help you, and just as yeah. simple as message as that that anybody can start to learn that sort of thing, and yeah. you know yeah, that,
0: and then that that's certainly what we find on our on our helplines that you know people just find it so unique that they're being heard and listened to, mm. they're not being interrupted, we're not rushing in with trite responses or necessarily solutions, but you know, to feel heard and understood is just so absolutely critical if we really start someone on, on the on the path to healing.
1: Mm, absolutely. So I guess that probably leads to to the the crux of what I want to talk with you today about, Kathy. So I guess if you could reason with me, why is trauma so important in in our society, in our communities to be able to I guess raise this awareness um when and and how how important that is in relation to our connection as a whole and our mental health and our overall well, well-being
0: yeah i mean what what we've seen sadly from sort of lack of understanding is is a lot of judgment a lot of judgment of people who you know may be homeless or may use alcohol or drugs or mm. you know may self-harm but really understanding why people use those and we call them coping strategies to help manage their level of distress and angst Mm -hmm. Um, so rather than punishing people who are managing as best they can to actually think about what actually happened to you along life's journey Mm
1: -hmm. to have
0: affected you so profoundly so that you've had to survive in whatever way you can Mm -hmm. and You know, in terms of connection, we know that a lot of people who've experienced this sort of trauma, so trauma from one human being to another, people tend to expect the next danger to come just around the corner because that's what they know. The world is dangerous. People can't be trusted. And so many people who've experienced this sort of trauma are quite withdrawn and alone. And that's why it's very important for us to you know, reach out as much as we can to understand that, you know, maybe that person has every reason not to trust us because they've never felt safe. Mm. They don't actually even know what that feels like. Mm. But, you know, to gradually build up a relationship to show that you're reliable, uh, mm. to show that you do what you say you will do mm. and that you are there to hear and listen and support.
1: Mm. I think that, you know that 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 for for me, and I know for many other counsellors and and psychotherapists and psychologists and psychiatrists, we are forever studying to try and be in best practice to to do those things for the, for people and be in that space and and be you know validating and and hearing people and and really seeing. I think I love what you said there. It's like look at what's happened rather than you know what what's going on right now and really understanding that person. But for for people that aren't in, in, in these jobs, um, where, do, where do they go? You know, where, where, what's what's well, the support for them?
0: Right. Well, we all want to be treated like human beings. So, you mm. know, we, we shouldn't dismiss the power of just even a, a very simple connection and a simple interaction. Mm. And for that to be, you know, one step towards showing people that, relationships can be trusted Mm. um it's very very hard to heal in isolation Mm. just as people have been harmed in relationships so people can be healed in relationships Mm. and they're not not necessarily always you know therapeutic or counseling relationships their relationships with friends and you know uh whoever is meaningful in your life and you know sadly many people have experienced this sort of trauma um, you know, find it very hard to look around and think about who they do trust and who they can reach out to because that's their experience. But, you know, if we can all just be a little bit more human in our interactions, we can start to rebuild that and uh, mm. and and be there as part of the support network and as part of the community that people need to be able to heal.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, like you said towards the start, you know, we are we're growing as a, as a country in, in that way. And we're, we're really starting to recognize um, things and, and from the top too, you know, I think that that is slowly becoming more and more apparent that we, we need to understand what's happened, you know, with our Aboriginal communities, with our really vulnerable um, um, individuals, like the, you know, the disability and the elderly. And I think that's, that's so great. And I think the more, you know, it happens from the top, you know, people do listen and, 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 I guess, to take, take shape with that. And that's, that's, it's slowly getting there. And I think that's really important, but yeah, just being human, remembering, we can just connect if we choose. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, how do we all want to be treated? You Mm -hmm. know, we all want to matter. We all want to have a voice. We all want to be heard. We all want to, you know, have, uh, meaningful things to do. We all want to participate in society. Mm -hmm. So how do we, as a community, support one another along that way
1: Mm. Mm. and i think um you know a big big part of this podcast is is connection as we talk so much about that and i really do believe that um with connection and and, then there's transform transformation and healing and and it's just as simple as that it doesn't need to be from anyone with any sort of background or job it's just human human connection that's important
0: yeah that's right yeah and obviously, during the time of COVID, that's, you know, you know, added challenges around that. And what we're certainly finding is that, you know, a lot of people who uh, rely on, you know, different supports or uh, um, different interactions with, with professionals, um, you know, can't ha- even have the normal supports they have at this time. Uh, so that's incredibly challenging, but it's very important to just because we're physically isolated physically distanced not to be socially isolated mm. um and yeah. you know if, even as we're doing now zoom connections or whatever it is
1: yeah we'll, uh, we'll take what we can get
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so um i guess it you know a lot, a lot of people might already know some of this stuff but i guess we're good to hear from you Kathy when we're talking about complex or childhood trauma the there is, you know, I guess at a, a uh, maybe more more people think that the the bigger the ones and the more louder ones like your sexual and your physical abuse are uh, are just you know are they're the ones to be they're the most traumatic. But I think that there's a lot of other things in terms of trauma that are just as impactful. Can you speak to what you know some of them and and I guess the reasons behind some of that?
0: Look, I mean, we've seen uh, there's been a lot said about bullying and the impacts of emotional abuse being made to feel worthless, Mm. as if what you say doesn't matter, uh, to be humiliated, to have, you know, very little sense of self. You know, there's really no hierarchy of trauma. We can't judge another person's experience and what it means for them in the context of their lives. But it's really about how it affects people. Mm. Um, and you know the support they get then to help them understand the impacts to understand the way they 've coped mm. and to help them often rebuild a sense of self that they may actually have not developed because mm. it 's mm. been so interrupted and obviously you know often that hap- happens very early on with sort of early uh, attachment relationships yeah. with with the caregiver with the parent um mm. you know if you're receiving messages um that yeah I mean you're yeah you're not valued then how do you learn to value yourself mm. and then how do you learn to have those relationships that are different um, and obviously when that happens to a child you know during various stages of development when the brain is growing and the, the structure of the brain um, is being laid down um, that can have Profound impacts, and that's why it's so important to understand the effects of counselling and 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 therapy that can actually help to to rewire the brain. Yeah, and so just as those negative uh, experiences have caused harm, so positive experiences can help to heal. Absolutely. And uh, and what's good is that's not just anecdotal; that's 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 physiological. Yeah, established by research.
1: So there's, there's a lot in that because I think there, there is a little bit of judgment on ourselves when it comes to that. We used to work at South Pacific Private and we'd have group group therapy there every single day. And the, the amount of people that would come in with, I don't know, sexual assault and then the next person, you know, didn't have a parent. Uh, one of their parents was was missing in their, in their upbringing and there was some neglect and they they would feel shame around discussing and sharing that because they didn't yeah. think it was, it was as important. And I think what's, yeah. what you've just said sort of you know summarizes that so well. It's like that, that's what's impacted them to that point that then later down the track or whenever that's come back up for them, there's coping mechanisms, drugs, alcohol, whatever it might be, you know, it, it's because of those, those things that were happening mm-hmm. to you. And that's just as powerful yeah. impacting as impacting as these other models. No,
0: absolutely. It's absolutely fundamental. Um, but survivors often feel a lot of shame and self-blame and, and guilt. And if you have a society that then judges you and then punishes you for your own attempts to survive and what we need to acknowledge is that people who've had all sorts of experiences have survived the best they can and that it's amazing that people have survived as well as they have oh. uh, because, you know, survivors are often the very worst at seeing what they actually do their own strengths and acknowledging them Mm. uh, and identifying them. And, uh, you know, it's really helpful for the other people around them to, you know, to reinforce
1: them. Mm. So so true. So you, you mentioned you're, you're an ex GP. Yeah. That's really fascinating for me because I guess a lot of the first point of call for people is a GP. And, I don't know where, where, what the standard is for our GPs in knowing this stuff, asking these questions, you know, getting more information than what's just being told to them.
0: What, 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 Look, uh, you know, we, we're doing some work with GPs um, and, you know, it's a work in progress and I certainly remember the GPs are very busy <laughs> And there are lots of things that GPs have to do. Mm -hmm. However, um, you know, we're very keen for GPs to have trauma on the radar Mm -hmm. and to understand that, you know, a number of the patients they see every day would be struggling with the impacts of complex trauma. Mm -hmm. And if they're not recognising and identifying them, There'd be a lot of the physical health issues, so it's not just emotional health issues, mm. and other impacts that they're missing and therefore not able to support in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're very keen to educate GPs and, and, and raise their awareness around this. Mm. And what's interesting is when we start to talk about being trauma-informed, which is, you know, a way of, you know, working with those human... Um, principles we were talking about before you know safety building trust giving people choice Mm. empowering people Um, You know it it can start to change change the lens um, that people work with because yes, I was I was um, trained as a GP and I obviously had a very biomedical lens. Mm. But what we're talking about is the, the psychosocial impact and so how, you know, the context of someone's lives and that life's journey mm-hmm. and, you know, the support that they have, the you know, the, the parenting they received, the availability of people to walk alongside them, uh, to hear and to listen, you know, has... Very profound impacts as well. So it's about understanding all of that in combination.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's so well said. And I think you know, the, if it is one in four, the, yeah. everyone has, is getting in contact with these people regularly, and and, yeah. and especially GPS, especially you know, yeah, um, that that's that's so common. You know, health professionals yeah. are seeing this.
0: And I suppose that the, that's the other thing that's important to say that you know, people who've experienced trauma like this are often, you know, have particular sensitivities and vulnerabilities and can be triggered quite easily uh, by something that, you know, the GP or whoever it is may feel is completely benign and they appear to have a reaction that's over the top. Mm. But that reaction is their nervous system uh, being thrown back into a space which is reminiscent of a prior trauma. And they may go into, you know, what we know as the fight-flight-freeze response. They may um, become agitated or jumpy or shut down or, you know, and that makes total sense in terms of their nervous system. Um, And if people don't understand that, they, again, think, you know, this person is unreasonable, they're reactive. Um, But rather than, you know, approaching people with that sensitivity, Hmm. understanding, you know, where they're at, uh, what's gone on for them, um, mm. and even though they may not find it easy to articulate, it's about opening that door and mm. letting people, you know, feel have a safe safe, spa- a safe space where they uh, don't feel judged and do feel heard.
1: So you've mentioned a few times um, things that sort of like tick in my mind about, um, I guess, how much the body plays a, a role in yeah. this sort of thing. So is that is that um, it's some, that, that's definitely something that's growing in, in, in the way of treatment and in the way of, um, I guess, moving forward with people and with the likes of yoga and, I guess, different body sort of therapies. What, what, what's your position on that sort of thing with our body-mind connection and where we're going with that work?
0: No, no, absolutely critical because we know that a lot of trauma is stored in the body. A lot of it can't be articulated just because of the nature of uh, trauma and how it impacts. Yeah. And so it's it's very important to work both, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's called bottom up and top down that you you. you work work both with the body and the mind because it needs to be brought together um what trauma often does is stop the different stops the the body and the mind and the emotions working together and part of the therapeutic process is to what we call into integrate them and get them getting them work in a seamless way as they were they were meant to work in the first place before trauma came along and
1: disrupted that process Mm. yeah and 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 in, in terms of blue knot is is that the way that 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 you guys write about in terms of like referrals and like getting people access to stuff is that where where the work is sort of going towards is, is working and, and making sure we're identifying that it's people that are going to work with the whole person and, and looking at everything more holistically to treat these sort of things
0: no no, no totally and and I suppose the other key uh, point is that everyone's unique yeah. and so you know what works and speaks for one person, you know, may not be appropriate for another person. So it's about choice. It's about, you know, obviously treating people not just as symptoms, but as as, as whole people. Mm. Um, and, you know, and and putting a whole lot of uh, possibilities on the table. Mm. Um, yeah, and,
1: and having people choose. Yeah, it seems... It seems so easy to do when you say that, you know, let's stop looking at them as symptoms and looking at them as people. And, and Yeah, It just, exactly. just makes sense, I mean, I think that's... Exactly, yeah, it's, and,
0: it's, and, and people, people in the context of their lives, you know, people have also often seen in isolation. And you talked earlier about First Nations people. When you think about, you know, you know, our indigenous people and the, and the sort of the multi-generations of trauma they've experienced, hmm. um, you know, it, it again makes so much sense and you understand why, you know, really need to, yeah, re rebuild that sense of safety and connection to land and to kin and to to culture and yeah, uh, mm. reconnect, reconnect in lots of ways.
1: Mm. And it, yeah, and I guess that it just seems to, you know, to connect is 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 really the way the way we're going to be able to heal is is where we're able to connect with ourselves and connect with our body and and then yeah. combine the two. That's yeah. right.
0: Connecting ourselves, our body, with others around us, with our place, with our space. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: If, so I keep, if, I keep, if I keep nodding, my head's going to fall off my head. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it, I mean, it, everything you're saying resonates so much for me and hopefully everybody else that's listening, it's so, it just makes sense to me when when, when we can have these open communications with people. And, um, I, you know, I think, when we can have it in this way, in this context, when we're talking about it in such a real, you know, not so distant thing that's impacting people. And yeah. Yeah. And and people listen and, and we get results. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to wind down, but I really don't want to wind down, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I guess, you know, you, you mentioned, and, and I guess to get where, where you are today, you, you, and, and, and living with the lived experience as well, It's how, how important is, is self-care for you? And what are some of the non-negotiables that you have in your life uh, to keep yourself well?
0: Look, I mean, it's been uh, very hard for me to value myself. Uh, that's been, you know, that didn't come naturally at all because of my experiences. Uh, but for me... It's very important to connect with nature. So, you know, every day I go for a long, long walk or two uh, outside, um, just in my own headspace. I also have a big family. Um, So there's nothing as grounding as as young children, um, you know, to to bring me back. Um, I love dancing. I... uh, Right. You know, also obviously, you know, have some professional support out there uh, as well, given the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's obviously incredibly important. I mean, I don't directly counsel people, um, but, you know, obviously the yeah the organisation is, is, is a growing organisation and we deal with trauma and we deal with trauma on so many layers. Um, so it is very, very important to, you know, and again, as I said before, it doesn't matter, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we each need to find our own way to to keep ourselves resilient and, uh, mm. you yeah, and, and able to continue the work because it's so important.
1: Yeah. And I really, I really like some of those answers. I think I went for a long walk this morning and, you know, checked in with my, you know, a few of my people and I'm like, yes, that that's something that really, really works for me. And I think that yeah. you know, the things that you said, you know, dancing as well, like you just got to find what works for you. And I think that's, it's just yeah. so imperative, you know, not just for, Yourself and, and myself doing the work that we're doing, but just anyone that's going through and experiencing hectic stuff that they've been through, it's to yeah. remember was yeah. and, and do things for them and, and look after yeah. them.
0: Hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's so good. So, I guess, what would. A go-to book, be and I imagine there's this many and many many a book uh, you could uh, recommend. But what what's something that I guess along your your journey, um, I mean, any part of your life, Kathy, that's been a big impact for you and something that's resonated and stayed with you for for a while?
0: Go to well, I suppose the initial one when I started exploring my own stuff was Trauma and Recovery by Judith Thurman, which is quite quite a way.
1: Like the Bible, you mean? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, right, the original one. But I mean, there's just so many, so you can't.
1: I mean, you know, don't want to... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that is that is a very a very good selection. <laughs> you can't get more yeah. uh, historical and and profound than yeah. that one. So yeah, good choice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so good. So I guess what what's 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 happening at Blue not at the moment? What what what's going on? Um, as a foundation, and where where we look, are
0: you? I mean, we're all working from home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, which, which has
0: brought its own challenges, particularly yeah. for keeping our counselling teams, you know, supported, supported and yeah. resilient during this time. Um, we're running uh, the National Counselling Referral Service now, supporting the Disability Royal Commission. So that's a it's a new program. We've also um, increase the capacity on our helpline related to COVID and the mental health response. Mm-hmm. Um, our training, um, you know, face-to-face training has stopped, but we've now pivoted and you know doing webinars and uh, sort of running Zoom sessions and increased our the supervision services. So I mean, there's just just there's always a lot happier blue really, Night. What can yeah. I say?
1: There yeah, definitely is. And and for those that don't know Blue Knight too well, who's it for? Who, who can access it?
0: Look, it's for, for anyone who's experienced re- repeated um, trauma as a child or as an adult. Um, and we have a lot of publications, obviously, our yeah. practice guidelines, um, you know, have been is internationally and nationally acclaimed and you know uh, read by a lot of people so we're very excited that they have mm. actually helping to support both um services just to be more trauma-informed to be more receptive and responsive and understanding um as well as you know, you know more clinical approaches including around sort of working with dissociation but you know how therapeutic approaches around working with people who've experienced complex trauma. So there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of fact sheets, there's a lot of resources, a lot of information.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. And it is such a, it's such an amazing service. It's definitely um, leading the way um, in Australia with, with, with trauma and, and such a valuable place um, to go as a, I guess for, even for myself as a counselor and then um, free individuals as well, looking to get support. Um, I'll throw in a, a last question. I don't normally ask, but I think you have so much wisdom and I just really want, want to go. What would you say to someone that is experiencing um, whatever they're going through at the, at the moment and um, finding it, I guess, difficult or unsure about themselves at the moment? What would you, what would you say to that? Be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be understanding.
0: And then look look around you and see you know who you feel you can trust enough to just talk about how you're feeling in the moment, mm. not necessarily to get and to go into you know all the detail, but how are you feeling at the moment? What is it you need right now? And just you know look at look at see if you can check in with you with your body and your own reactions and understand what's going on, um, and reach out for some self help. Resources, you know, if you don't want to talk to someone, you know, just to understand a little bit more what's going on. Mm. Um, just to help, you know, and I don't like the word normalise, but, you know, rather than blaming yourself, uh, feeling inadequate, just understand that, you know, this is happening to you because of something that's happened, been done to you or you've
1: experienced. Mm.
0: Um, so be kind.
1: I love that. Yourself. That's so cool. <laughs> it's been an absolute honor um probably the most nervous uh one i've had <laughs> Me, me my uh, definitely someone i really wanted to get onto so it was honestly it's so i'm so grateful that you've been able to share this time with me um and yeah i really do hope we can have you back on one time soon. <laughs> thank you thanks for your time it's really lovely do you want to find out more about how therapy can help you kick some goals. Go check out finereasontherapy.com.au or the Fine Reason Therapy Instagram page.